You're listening to Live from Rye, ecological and local chit-chat from a rock sticking out of the Romney Marshes, with your hosts, Timberlina and Justina. Today by the delicious Tom Marshman, live from Bristol. Hello there. How are you? I'm okay. I'm I'm uh, I'm just sort of like I'm, I can't get my head around how incredibly gorgeous the weather is. If I'm honest, with you. I know it's sublime. I was hoping that I would be able to see um, Justina, but she will still remain an enigma for me. Black screen. <laughs> <laughs> Black screen. Got my veil on. <laughs> I'd like to see you too, Tom. Sorry. Well, there's not much to see today. Oh, okay. Why's that? You've got your black veil on as well. <laughs> I'm just sort of very. Well, since lockdown, really, I haven't really made an effort. Well, I don't think many of us have actually. No. What's the point, really? Yeah. Tom's got amazing long hair, though, haven't you, Tom? Oh, have you, Tom? I have, and I have been plaiting it. Oh, lovely! Yeah. And oh, great! And what colour is your hair? It's 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 a blonde colour. I knew you were going to say that. You sound like a blonde hair person. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> lots of fun. I've also, um, inadvertently, been growing nasal hair in the ear hair because oh. my rechargeable trimmer isn't isn't recharging anymore. Oh, oh no. you have to get the you have to get the scissors out. Yeah. I will. Hmm. Just, just to cut your nose, though. Tom, have you ever had your nose waxed? Um, no, but I know people that have. It changed my life. Justine, I'm not sure if this is an experience that you would ever need to know about, or maybe you well, do, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but tell me, I'm intrigued. Do, do they go right up inside your nose they, or just round the outside? They go right up inside your nose, and they also they do don't. that with your ears. Yes, they do. Yes, it's very... You need, you need that hair inside your nose. Well, as it turns out, it does, because I do sort of suffer from occasional sinus issues anyway and sort of have a drippy nose. And let me tell you, when you don't have any hairs in your nose, that liquid just flows straight out. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sure. But all... they're like little filters, aren't they, when you breathe in? They're little filters, all yeah. those hairs. They, they, yeah. they grab viruses and whatnot, don't they? Well, yeah. I mean, that, they could be very handy, really. So At maybe I'm doing the right decision. I think you are, actually. Like yeah, I think you are. Maybe you are. Maybe the other thing are. is sitting in the sun is, is also very good because it, it, uh, that, that kills, that destroys it, allegedly. It's it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's so good. The sun. So I mean, as I said to Mr. Timberlina, there's nothing like you know a natural disinfectant or antiseptic than uh, just leaving something out flowing in in a in the warm breeze of a summer's day. Absolutely. Mm. What were you thinking about flowing then? Um, oh, hair, hair, nasal hair. Well, yes, I was thinking more of maybe like a fabric. I don't know. I don't know. Oh right, yes, uh, laundry, laundry. Yes, yes, that sort of thing. Yes, yes. I think really because when we go for walks, there's a lot of um, a lot of field gates that we have to you know you have to precariously navigate them. Now my, my usual regime now on a country walk is to um, whittle 
some kind of stick in order to turn it into a, an implement for opening said gates without touching them. Um, and this this has had a, in, in a varying degrees of success or not. Um, but it's, it's I mean, it's obviously it's fun and it's quite a useful thing to do. And it's also teaching me how to whittle. But I wondered if either of you have any any kind of knacks or special ideas for uh, for overcoming such obstacles in public spaces. Well, so I'm a city. Um, yes, you are. Manist, yes. And I just literally uh, after lunch nipped to Marks and Expensive to get some items. Yeah. And um, and I didn't touch anything on the way, but I did I encounter a woman that was trying to touch, well, the traffic light button. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she um, she did it with a pen. Ah, oh, okay. Oh. My my my. What I tend to do is uh, either I wear gloves, but uh, not red woolly gloves in this weather. Not great, but then I throw them in the washing machine when I get home. Mm. But and then the other thing that you can do if you're caught caught out without anything and there's some something that needs opening, pull down your sleeve mm. and put your hand up your sleeve, and then you can open it. And then you've got to take your your jumper off or whatever when you get home. But absolutely. Mr. Timberlina is a very large, a very big advocate for that. He's a very big advocate for the sleeve. Um, I thought you were going to say, wearing always big sleeves. He's always got a big sleeve on. <laughs> and um, But this is my thing. I think really when I was thinking about that flowing fabric, it's because if you're using the sleeve, then presumably you have, you could possibly have that virus on the sleeve. So therefore, by leaving that in the flowy, that, that could be the flowy fabric that is sitting outside in the warm breeze of a summer's day in order to disinfect it. Well, that's funny. You should say that because I made um, myself a couple of masks uh, wow. a couple of days ago. Oh, brilliant. Very, very nice. Very, very fancy. Tell me uh, what the fabric is you used for that. Well, I used three layers. Three layers. The uh, inside layer, the one next to your face, um, I just happened to have some snippets of silk satin. Like and that's you do. very nice next to your face. Yes. Then there's a middle layer, and I used um, a um, quite tightly woven cotton that was from she sheeting. Oh. Then on the outside, the cover that everyone sees, I used rather rather nice. I made two. I made one in black and white gingham, mm. and oh, one nice. in a, a nice fabric with a, a lovely design in green. Now I had to. Um, use my uh all the elastic i had on the two ear handles on the mm, two thingy mm, mm. so i thought i'd like to make some more of these i can make these for my friends mm. and so i uh went on ebay and ordered some nice green elastic because i thought green would be nice and then uh when it arrived i thought oh it could be contaminated so i carefully took it out of the pack it with um a peg and i've put it on the washing light been there all day so okay, I'm sure it'll, be, it'll be all sterile when i go and get it in and it's the three layers that kind of the done for practice for well apparently apparently um you know one layer is no good did you get the design from the interweb or something like that i did i did mm. yes it was a chinese lady actually is it sanctioned yeah. by the world health authority I don't know, but oh, right. for me, um, I'm very happy with it. Right. And if you wear um, glasses as well, or shades, um, you you know, you, that's it. You're fine. As well, long as you're not 
uh, you know, as long as you're keeping the the um, regulation distance, uh, I, I'm sure you can't come to any harm at all. And as I like to think, always good to have a different mask for all you know, all manner of occasion, because you never know who's well, going to come knocking at the I door. Well, I know I've got some nice attractive beading fabric that might be nice for for, for going out of an evening. <laughs> exactly, very good. Exactly, and, because that's yeah. what we're all looking for—something to wear of an evening. Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm, oh, well, in fact, as we speak, I'm eyeing up a nice sort of leopard skin chiffon blouse and I'm thinking that would look very good with a matching uh, mask. Yes, you know, uh, just, for cash, just, for cash, just for cash, just for cash, just for cash. You've got me thinking now. Pop yeah. into the pub. And, and, and if we go into the winter, I've got some nice Donegal tweed. <laughs> Do you know, I reckon Donegal tweed is probably very good because wool is, is a natural, that's um, naturally anti something, isn't it? Yes, it Self is. Cleaning. It's, it's anti definitely anti-something. Anti but something. it is anti also po quite porous, isn't it? Yes. It's got lots of holes in it. Yes, now well, we're... fingers crossed. Let's hope that we do go into the winter with this then. <laughs> so that we can show well, off our so, fabulous Just masks. so you can wear a Donegal tweed mask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to go to waste. No, absolutely. Well, I know, exactly. Well, anyway, I'll keep you, uh, keep you posted on my next collection. <laughs> We actually, on the subject of elastic thread and other alternatives, we received, Mr. Timberlina and I received a lovely matching his and his, his and hers, his and theirs and theirs masks um, with, rib with ribbons instead of oh. the elastic so you can entirely adjust the tightness and, oh, uh, that and also nice. create a nice little bow. Oh, wonderful. So is the bow behind your ear? Yes, or it is. Behind your head. your head. Back of your head. You have two little bows, one on the back of the neck, or the nape, I suppose it would be, and then one on the back of the uh, the head. Tom, I don't know if you have any thoughts on masks. Do you have any masks? Are you using a mask? Someone, someone dropped around something, a work thing, and they said, in the bag, I've left some treats for you. Oh. <laughs> and I looked in the bag, and there was some eggs Yeah. and, um, and a mask. Um, which I thought I wouldn't, you know, it's a different world when you think a of a mask as a treat. Well, yes, that, um, that, that's and true. Eggs. What kind of eggs were they? Just free range. Oh, right. Okay. Chicken yeah. eggs. Chicken, chicken. Not Easter eggs. You right. Know. Oh, or, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think yeah. they got a bulk order and they wanted to, to get rid of some. Um, yes. But it was very nice that they thought of me in that way. Um, but I haven't actually worn the mask. Mm. I've been a bit gun ho about mask wearing um well i mean if yeah. you can go to marks and expenses without touching a thing then surely you're going to be dug gung-ho i mean that's going to be the way it is i mean are you putting your shocked goods into isolation for 72 days quarantine when you get home or <laughs> putting them through a well, cool wash in the dishwasher or maybe grabbing them no, the in the sun. yes when the when i ordered something i it came and I washed it down with antibacteria um, cloth, you know, cloth with antibacteria um, yeah. stuff on it. Yeah. Um, but this time I just put it straight in the fridge or in the cupboards. Yeah. Oh, really? Gosh, you were gung ho. Exceeding high on the gung ho scale, I would say. That's qu that's quite high, did you say? Yeah, ten. Yeah, ten. Ten. Yeah. I've always been a risk taker. You have, Tom. That's what I've always found that. It's, it excites me about you as an, as an artiste. <laughs> <clears throat> now, speaking of eggs, 
one of the reasons well tom was very excited about talking about things he's been baking while we're here now that's a subject very close to both mine and justina's hearts yeah uh, so tom tell us about what you've been baking and cooking well i get the sense really that you two are kind of more na natural bakers mm. and i don't really do that but i just before lockdown my friend came around with the mother sourdough lovely in a Ooh. jar and Ooh. so I've been experimenting with that and I would say it's been mixed results yes but um this morning I baked one and I put some some of the sourdough and also some yeast right. I don't know if that's a completely radical thing to do neither do I uh, but it works quite well oh right. good was it like instant yeast yeah uh, yeah. Tell me, because I mean, the, the process of actually making a sourdough loaf is, is not quite as simple as one might like to think it is, despite the simplicity of creating a yeast naturally by, again, leaving equal measures of flour and water in an open-topped kiln jar in, again, the warm breeze of a summer's day in the garden to catch the natural wild yeasts. Oh, um, you're so poetic, Tim, today. Well, I know, was that a poem? I know. So, um... Did you make a, a, start, a sourdough um, starter then, Tim? I haven't made one yet. Well, the reason is because, you see, I, I'm, I hear what Tommy's saying. And what I'm sensing is, in fact, to make sourdough, you have to knead it. You have to let it rise. You have to knead it again. You have to leave it overnight. You have to. So essentially, quarantine is a very good time to be making sourdough because it's quite labor intensive. If you're doing it tout seul, that's the your actual French for by yourself. But were one to make a quick dough you see i am love i've had this yeast in my fridge for years it's still working it's fantastic and i'm just basically putting one teaspoon of that in about uh, a couple of hundred grams maybe of flour and the bit of pinch of salt maybe a teaspoon of sugar mixing that with some warm water until it's all you know you get the right consistency um, and I'm just using that and that does very well. You need that and then I let that rise in the airing cupboard for three hours and then pretty much it's good to go from then on. So I feel like I don't think what you do is a bad idea at all and I think obviously you've taken some, um, you know, you've taken some time out of the, of the process for creating the sourdough whilst also keeping an element of that lovely soury taste which mm, is love the soury taste to sour. but uh, did you have you did you follow the explicit instructions and do the very sort of uh, the the long uh, the long road no. no i mean it's a long process but basically with any recipe i just read it get the gist and then do what do i want think? that's exactly that's the story of my life how are you the with, with cake making right it's just like, i can't be bothered to follow it step by step so i just get the get the gist and then and then have a go of course with cakes you kind of have to get the right uh, ratios you can't really muck about with that too much. But, I mean, I totally hear what you're saying. It's like a Victoria sponge. What is it? A hundred, a hundred and fifty. And then yeah, no, I've got some. Ter I've eaten some terrible cakes. Yes, exactly. But it kind of like, if that's the only sort of sweet thing that you've got, then it kind of curbs your enthusiasm for having that. To be fair, I've been completely obsessed with Nova Scotia oat cakes currently. It's my favourite uh, homemade crunch du jour. Um, it comes out like a digestive. What 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 makes them Nova Scotia? Um, that's where the recipe's from. Um, oh, okay. But presumably, so, it's it's a sort of variant on a on a on a Scottish traditional oat yeah. uh, thing. I don't know if oats are resident or reside or grow in Nova Scotia. 
But yeah, they're, they're a sweet biscuit, uh, not quite a flapjack, because I think that the flapjack, because flapjack is more wholeheartedly just the oats and the treacle and the butter, whereas your Nova Scotia oat cake does have a little bit of flour, which is great because that bonds it a bit more, which is why it's a bit more biscuity. Um, I mean, the downside of it is a whole tin can be consumed very easily within a couple of hours. Oh, and, and is that gra- ground... Um oats or well it's very interesting that you say that actually uh, justina because in the original recipe it says you know the fat rolled oats not the ones from instant oats for making porridge so i've tried mixtures of the both and i think really what that means is you just have to adjust the amount of water that you add to it because whilst you want it to be sticky you don't want it to be uh you know a sort of a liability turning it into a sort of a swill um, you well, just, absolutely. You know what I mean? You want it to yeah. sort of have that sticky cake mix that doesn't move too too much or settle. Um, and and it has to be said that the larger rolled, I think they're the larger the rolled oats, the unsort of treated oats, the unadulterated oats, do make a better biscuit, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. I'm sure, I'm sure. Mm. And um, uh, what, um, is there sugar? You said they're sweet. Uh, what's yes, the sweet? they're sweet. Well, I'm making them uh, like oh, digestive, oh, really. Oh, lovely. Yes. Well, I love a ginger. So, love sugar a and ginger. Yes, yeah, so Elder, basically it's, uh, what is it? It's, uh, so it's two, it's two cups of oats, one, cu- one cup of flour, three quarters of a cup of they asked for butter i actually use canola oil or other any other kind of vegetable oil that worked absolutely fine and in fact i think you get a better crunch when you don't use butter i know that may be sacrilege in some households um and then same amount match that uh, match that with the same amount of sugar so what is that a cup to maybe 100 grams of sugar pinch of salt mix that all up and then some very hot water you just add a little drop of little little drop of uh, boiling water just to bring it all together. And, and what about the ginger? Uh, and yes. then I just, yeah, I use uh, powdered ginger. Okay. So ginger powder. And then, you know, to taste, really. What um, about adding some finely chopped dried ginger? Um, I so think you get that, little bits, little that nibbles. It's nice. And I think bits. you could do that with a crystallised ginger. I don't think necessarily that fresh That's ginger... That's what I mean. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. I love yeah, a crystallised ginger, yes. That, that I always nice have thing. porridge in the morning and I always put chopped ginger in it and ooh, an apple. Ooh. Is that fresh ginger, Tom? Yeah, always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that must be, and an apple. Oh, sounds super. I have to say, Justina, Tom does make a very mean porridge. Um, Tom, do you add, add any sweetener to your porridge? Uh, is your apple the sweetener? Um, I put a bit of honey on the top. Okay. Yeah, I usually roast some pumpkin seeds Ooh. And, and honey on the top. Yeah. Oh, sounds sounds wonderful. I'll have to try that because I have uh, oats nearly every day, and mine's a bit boring actually. I I add um, flaxseed and I, then I add whatever I've got. Like sometimes it's a bit of coconut or some maple syrup mm. or and prunes are nice in there or dates. Mm. Yes. Soft yes, figs. Yeah. Um, or figs. Yes. Yeah. Fried figs. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, what What's the best thing? What are you most um, excited by that you've made since we've been in this uh, strange parallel world we're in at the moment? Tom. Well, I um, I you Tim, you told me about a martini that you had. The Gibson. With a, 
with a pickled egg. Pickled onion. Pickled onion, sorry. <laughs> oh, Although, did you use an egg instead of an onion? Pickled no, egg has got a whole new ring yet, to it. Wow. In Marks and Expensive, I bought a pickled onion, a, right. a jar of pickled onion, so I thought I'd try that tonight. Yes, I think you should. Oh. I have to say, I, it, it did, I, I was, you know, you know what a dirty martini is when you put a little bit of the brine from the olive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you put a little bit of the uh, pickle juice in there. So it. it's just vermouth, gin and, and a pickled onion. Yes, exactly. Mm. I mean, I think I think perhaps slightly more romantically, it's the cocktail onion, which is a very small variety. But if you do like a pickled onion, then, you know, go crazy. Uh, use a whole one. That's what we did. Yeah, I mean, they're not actually massive, these ones from um, Mark's. Mark's they're, expensive. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're not a cocktail one either. Mm. They're somewhere in between. Mm. We actually discovered the idea of making Gibsons by watching To Catch a Thief, the Cary Grant um, film. Uh, um, oh, only by one of the most seminal directors. What's his name? Hop, um, Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Hitchcock, yes. We watched that in the same... Oh, I think you're watching that as well, aren't you, uh, Tom? The, um... the Viral Film Festival. Yes, the Viral Film Festival. Yeah. I only caught um, a couple last week. I did Beetlejuice and... Um... Sunset Boulevard. Fabulous. Fabulous. Did you enjoy them? Um, yeah, I hadn't actually seen Beetlejuice before, and oh. um, Sunset Boulevard is one of my favourites, but it was nice to watch it with a group of people, uh, albeit sort of... In all kinds of other places. Distantly. Yes. Um, and, um, and then have a little chat afterwards about it. Um, Justina and Ron um. Tom, but I'm going to ask Justina first, have you embarked on any sort of social events online? Well, um, everyone I've tried has been a dismal failure, so um, I've kind of given up now. Um, oh. My my thinking was, I, I thought it would be lovely. It's probably banned, not allowed, though, because you're not allowed, to, are you, actually? No, if it's for something apart from running and walking. Well, I, I thought you could, if you had a large garden or you went to the beach or a big field or something, was you could distance. meet people and as long as they stayed where they were and there was no forgetting anything, any social yes. behaviour, yes, exactly. um, you could actually play music together, sing together, you know, so there'd be no touching or anything. I thought, but I think that probably won't be allowed, would it? It wouldn't be allowed. Not if you're caught, it wouldn't be allowed. Because I think people would exploit that and then yeah it's, and I then people would forget wouldn't they and it's hard to monitor yeah. really but yeah, it is, yeah you know some but like there's a couple of um you know my parents live in a um sheltered accommodation and a few of the old ladies are going down to the car park in the morning and there's a bench and they can sit quite far away from each other and they can all have a chat together yeah I mean, I don't well, suppose that's legal, really. I know. Well, I, I went to uh, I share an allotment, and I went there the other day. Was doing ferocious digging. Yeah. Um, and keeping, um, uh, you know, there were other people on the allotment, but um, and I didn't go near anybody. Yeah. But um, I did wonder, you know, if you um, if if you could get reported if you were seen to talk to anyone, even if they were twelve feet away. <laughs> it just struck me that you know how in in a normal 
normal life, we, you know, how lucky we are that we can do what we want and get as close uh -huh. to people and go where we want, when we want, with whom we want. Yes. And now suddenly, uh, I just thought it's a little taster of what it's like for some people living in countries where, Absolutely. you know, you're, you're spied on and, Absolutely. you know, told, told tales and everything. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Tom, do you feel inspired by technology as a means of communication to other people? Um, well, what I have been doing with a large group of people is we've set up this thing called Assembly. Yes. And every morning you log on at 10 to 9 and then someone different leads an assembly that lasts only 10 minutes and it could be... They do some sort of activity that's generally kind of light, fun and kind of engaging in some way. Um, and and then you just log off. And what that does, really, or the, what the purpose of that, that we wanted it to do was just to provide a little bit of structure when there isn't that much structure. Yeah. I like to get up. I do like to be up and doing things by mm -hmm. about nine o'clock. I don't yes. like to lie in bed all day. No. Um, and knowing that that happens is, is kind of useful for me. Well, I, I yeah, I think... Um, I think it's it's a wonderful opportunity for for us this that uh, we can think in new ways. We, we so many of us must be making new pathways in our brains. Uh, you know what are they called neural pathways. That's doing something you've never done before. Thinking outside the box mm. because you, you, you're, we're so reliant on everything that that is forms the structure of our life as we live it. That's not there anymore. I was saying and, just the other day that. The a lot of the structure that I realised I took for granted was those little gaps between doing other things that I could then yes. use to say, right, I've got an hour, so I'm going to set, I'll set my phone alarm and I'm just going to do an hour. I might be reading that book that I said I was going to read or that chapter or I'm going to write for this hour or I'm going to write something in this hour, you know. Absolutely. Um, and now that that's not there, I do sort of miss that and I realise that I sort of relish that constant... I mean... Oh, Weirdly, conversely, it was kind of a constant sense of pressure to get things done, you know. Oh, um, yes. So, but I'm with you. I mean, in the mornings, funnily enough, now I, I kind of get up and I make sure that I'm doing yoga by 8.30 with Adrienne online. Little plug there. Love her to pieces. Amazing. 30 Days Home is the one I'm doing currently. Um, mm. It's 20 to 30 minutes every day. And then I'm on the piano for half an hour. So that the first thing I do during the day is the yoga and then, and then piano. And that, that was something which... And then it all goes downhill from there. And then it all goes downhill from there. And that is my point, actually. <laughs> because the then I then spend so much of the day sort of giving myself a bit of a hard time. Whilst at the same time, I've actually already done more things than often I would do when I wasn't doing it anyway, if you see what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think it's great, actually. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure this afternoon. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Maybe we could do lovely. it again. I don't know, Tom, would you fancy Why not? calling in? I somebody? would love to, yeah, but I don't want to still... You know, I'm. I love chatting to you, and I love listening to your podcast. So it's great Aww. to be part of it. Oh, well, it's lovely. Lovely. I keep lovely thinking about. Me. I keep thinking about you, Justina, with those logs last week. I really oh, enjoyed God. that anecdote. <laughs> 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 the kindness oh. of strangers. I know. I was next.